Randy and Pastor Nicole here. And listen, we are in February, the month of love, right, baby? That's right. Oftentimes in the month of love, we love everything else. We love our children. We love our jobs. We love what we do. We love our sports or our hobbies. True. We're asking you this month to love your marriage. It's important that we prioritize the things that are important in life and hold us together. Yes, amen. And to help us do that, on February the 24th, it's a Friday night, from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., we have a special Love Your Marriage event that's happening, right? That's right. There's going to be finger foods. There's going to be giveaways. And child care, so there's no excuse not to show up. No, free child care. You don't even have to pay for it. Yes, so listen, there's going to be a QR code right there on your screen. If you want to, like, hit that QR code, you'll know all the information, again, the time and the date. We want to see you there to just help build your marriages and make them stronger. Be sure and invite friends. They don't even have to attend our church. That's right. But just come out to improve their marriage. Love your marriage. Amen. We want to see you there, everybody. God bless you. We love you. Bye. Good evening. Um, I'd like to, to welcome you this evening. I'd like to welcome the live stream. Thanks for joining us. We wish you were here. If you are a first-time guest, there is a Connect card in the pew in front of you. If you'd like to fill that out, you can fill that out, and you can turn it in at the Welcome Center, or you can. there's a QR code on there, and you can just snap it with your phone, and then you can fill it out electronically. We'd like to connect with you. I only have two announcements this evening, but I'm going to read a scripture because I'm going to tie the scripture into the announcements. So in Ecclesiastics 4.9, it says, Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Um, so we have small groups, and small groups, the sign-up is right now. It starts next Wednesday. There's already a couple that are already closed because they're full. So going back to Ecclesiastics 4, you know, if you are by yourself, you know, it's like Pastor Phyllis would say sometimes when she was like the banana with the bunch that's one by itself gets plucked off pretty quickly. You need good friends. You need godly friends. And small groups is a way that you can connect with people who share the same values, who are born again. It puts it in a small, it's a small setting to help you. Iron sharpens iron. So I really encourage you to join a small group. And then the marriage conference is, which you saw up there, the 24th. So if you're thinking about getting married, if you are married, go to the marriage conference. It is a three chord strand. So it's you, God, your spouse. So it's not quickly broken. And don't go in it as, um, I, I always like to say from a leadership perspective, when I do leadership, don't go in it as a shovel. Oh, this is good for my husband. Oh, he needs to do that. Oh, this is good for this person. Go in it as a rake. It's all about me. You are in charge of you. So when you go to the marriage conference, try to build yourself up so you can be a good help meet to your spouse. If you could stand up, I'm going to open us up with prayer and we're going to start worship. Father, we come to you this evening. 
we dedicate this service to you, Lord. You are always with us. You never forsake us. Holy Spirit, move as you will move. And bless people that are here. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
I can hear John. <laughs> All right. Uh, good evening. Uh, praise God. If you have envelopes, it's tithing offering. If you have envelopes in front of you, you know what to do. Uh, those of you out in live stream, you can give online. Uh, praise God. Uh, I wanted to start off this tithing offering session with just describing what I have to do at work. Also, I like to, you know, mix and mingle things I do at work and compare them with our tithing and offering and uh, giving for Christ and, and stuff like that. Well, at work, we have something called TCO. If you don't know what that means, that's total cost of ownership. We evaluate each piece of equipment in the plant, and if it's not producing the way it should, then we get rid of it. We have to evaluate it. It's the, the calculation of whether machine or process will be beneficial for the profit of in the future so that the company thrives, you know. So I asked myself the question, am I using TCO in my life as a Christian when it comes to giving? Is my giving benefiting myself as a Christian? And what does the Word of God say about this? Uh, Proverbs 11.25, it says that a generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. So somebody that gives is, that's what told me right there, somebody that gives is going to be give, given to. So he always has water to water. Uh, Galatians 6.9, it says, and let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not lose heart. So if we continue to give our tithes and offering without losing heart, continue to sow, and that will prove to us that when we apply TCO as a Christian, total cost of ownership as a Christian is always going to profit us as a Christian, as a human being, as a giver, as a believer, as who we are in Christ. So let's pray and ask God for TCO, little TCO in our lives. <laughs> we just thank you, Father God. We give you the glory and the honor. We just come before you right now, Father God. We just ask you to cause us to evaluate our hearts as far as our giving, Father God that our cost of ownership being a Christian of being a Christian will will be it will be something that we're proud of and that we want to give so we can be given to so we can give more father god that is the profit of being a Christian father god and that on here on this earth so we can glorify you Jesus and we give you all the glory and the honor in your mighty name we pray amen go ahead and give Hallelujah. 
Praise the Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord today. Oh, come on. Somebody give him praise today. Hallelujah. He is always worthy of praise. Well, I have the pleasure today of being a part of a good old-fashioned testimony service. You know, we've been uh, uh, doing the 21 days of prayer, and we just want to celebrate that. Amen. You know, there's been a lot of miracles and breakthroughs. And actually what we're going to do today is ask that you guys share those testimonies. So even as I'm speaking right now, if you got a testimony, you know, something that took place, something, you know, God answered a prayer, you know, God moved in your situation. We want you to come up and we want you to share that. So as I'm talking, don't wait, you know, just, just come on up because, you know, the Bible says uh, like in Luke chapter 8, you know, there's actually instruction given. Hey, go and tell everybody what Jesus has done for you. And so that's part of what we do. You know, we share it. So somebody needs to hear your testimony. Can we say amen to that? So who's got a testimony today? Come on, we want to, you know, we want to we wanna share this. We want to get this out and we want someone to be blessed you know, I didn't think you were going to come from behind me. Man. I was looking out in front. No, no, no. So you go, go ahead. You know, what's your testimony? Well, um, I came to the 21 Days of Prayer, and I had the privilege of being able to sing. That was awesome. And be part of this team, this worship team that's amazing. Um, <clears throat> and I, I was uh, in the risers praying. Sorry. Okay. I was in the risers praying, and uh, I was praying. I've been saved for 17 years, and I was praying that the Lord would know me. And I specifically said, and this is hard to admit, but after 17 years, I specifically said, Jesus, Lord, please would you know me, that I wouldn't be in front of you and have you say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, I knew you not. And I said, Lord, make me a man after your own heart, someone that exhibits your tendencies and, and your personality traits and send people in my path. <clears throat> and I said, Lord, you know, my past is checkered um, and I want you to know me and I want to be a man after your own heart. And the testimony is, after I prayed, the service concluded, I went out to the foyer and a lady on the worship team called me over, and it was a little weird because she said, come here, and I thought she just wanted to chat, and she read my mail. She read my mail. She told me that God had told her exactly to the letter what I had prayed for, and it was an amazing experience. So. Amen. Listen, you know, this 21 days of prayer did, did so much for so many. So, you know, we really want to take time today to, to celebrate that. So, come on, if you got to, okay, here we go. Thank you. People were pointing. Yeah. <laughs> Frostbite anniversary. 47 years ago, I got frostbite. And you talk about coming off of a grave. Uh, I was put in the hospital for 21 days. The doctors didn't think, thought I might lose some fingers. I didn't lose them. They're a little disfigured, but I can still use them. 
Thank God for that. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, who else has a testimony today? Come on, there's a lot that took place in that 21 days. I, I was just sitting here thinking how the Lord knows what we're going to need in the future. And in 2021, we had a lot of miles on our Ford Edge, and uh, I just really felt that it was it'd been good to us. We only had one small thing in 162,000 miles, I think. You only had to replace the water pump. That was the only thing we had to replace. But uh, I just thought it was time to get another vehicle, and we I was going to be cheap, and I was going to get a Grand Cherokee. And uh, we had looked at two different ones on a Monday, and I was busy Tuesday. I called him up Wednesday, and he said, well, I've sold both of them. So we went to another dealer, and the only thing he had on the lot was the Dodge Durango. And uh, so we bought it, and not knowing down the road, now in August, Nita's dad fell and uh, broke a hip, and when he came out of the surgery, he couldn't talk, and he just went downhill from there. And then, you know, we had to put her, her mother in a nursing home. She couldn't be by herself. We had to sell the house, and they had so much stuff in there. They lived in there since 1965 and never took anything out except the garbage. And we had so much stuff we had to move, and I just often thought, I am thank God, you know, that he, he gave us a, a bigger vehicle because we needed it. We just had it many times had it just packed full. But also, I've often thought about being thankful to give a testimony. Many years ago, when I was growing up, we were coming to town. We live in Salina. And my mother said, saw this little guy stumbling down the sidewalk. And she said, there goes Bobby Lynch. He's the town drunk. And I didn't know that in the future I was going to meet Bobby. And uh, back about 1981, then I was standing in front of the coffee shop talking to a pastor. And he looked over and said, there's Bobby Lynch. Let's go talk to him. So we walked up. And as we walked up behind him, Brother Jess said, Bobby, is it time you give this up and give your heart to Jesus? He turned around and said, yes, it is. And he fell on his knees and he asked Jesus to, to forgive him, to save him. And after that, anytime we'd go to church, we'd look in the park because on a warm summer night, he'd sleep in the park. We saw him. He'd go to church with us. Well, this one Sunday, we we're coming to church. And we looked. We didn't see Bobby. So we went on to church. And uh, after the praise and worship service, the pastor said, well, has anybody got a testimony? Nobody said a word. He said, is any... And has God done anything good for any of you this week? Nobody said a word. As if on cue, we didn't know it, but Bobby Lynch had walked in the back of the church. And he came and walked right down front. And he said, I want to thank God for what he's done for me. He said, I've been hit by cars and trucks and trains. And he had, he said, I carry 16 different diseases, but none are contagious. But God has been good to me. And he said, may he throw his blessing on all you good folks turned around and walked out. I was so humiliated I could have crawled underneath the pew. I said, here we are all fat and sassy, full tummies full of food, clean clothes, houses, cars, everything. Nobody can give God praise and he has to send in the town drunk with a pack of palm oil in one pocket and maybe a pint of ripple in the back to come in and give him thanks. Such a thankful man, a man who has nothing in this world, sleeps on a park bench no place to put his head at night except on the park bench and he just wanted to give God thanks and we have so much to be thankful for and I just thank God what he's done for me so many times I should have been dead long and I won't bore you 
familiar with all that. Starting when I was four years old, I had erratic fever. And, but, but God has been there right now to the last second. So many times, down to the very last second, when I was tied up and robbed and, and uh, on my knees, had a shotgun put on the back of my head. And I said, open the gates, Lord, here we come. You know, I'm 27, can't believe you're gonna die. And he pulled the hammer back, I heard the click. And a second after it clicked, the office door opened, a lady walked in to pay her rent. Is anybody there? Unclicked the hammer on the shotgun, put it under his raincoat, and he walked out. Down to a second. Down to one second. God has our life down to a second. He is so good to us. He's such a good God. And I just want to give him praise. Amen. Wow. That's incredible. What do you have? Um, I was on my way to work today, and God reminded me of... A couple weeks ago when Jesse was here, um, I was sitting back in my seat and I felt God tug on my heart to give the last of what I had. And I've been struggling lately with money and finances. So it was like, I just kind of sat there for a minute and then he asked me, do I trust him? And I started crying and I gave the last of my money. And um, last week I was given a salary position at my job. That's a thousand times more of what I gave in that offering. And the best part about it is I work in a, I work in a um, recovery treatment center and I'm able to share God with everybody every day, like the clients and it's just, an, it's an awesome thing what God's done for me. Yeah. Wow, hallelujah. To get paid to share the gospel. Boy, that's all right, that's all right. What do we have, what do we got? Um, it was on a Wednesday, I told my wife WBCL had their share where you give money to support them. And I said, call them up, tell them we'll give $1,000. And you know how them women look at you. I go, no, I don't know what you're talking about, brother. You, you're all on your own. <laughs> she gave me that look, and I said, I'm serious. She goes, okay, I'll dial you and you talk. So that was on Wednesday. We called and committed $1,000 to support WBCL. On Friday, I got a new job that pays $1,000 more a month. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? We're going to take one more, and then we're going to get into a little worship, and then we'll come back. We'll come back. But this is so important. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't share enough of, of, of what God is doing in our lives. What do you got, brother? Where did I start? <laughs> 21 days of fast. All right. 21 days of prayer. So basically leading up to that, um, a lot of people know that me and my wife, we don't have family. So we had to find something to where I could be at home, you know, quite often. And, uh. So there was a, a long season where um, I was, we were just making it and, uh, you know, I was using my money, flipping it and whatnot. And then uh, I started doing this shopping delivery services and uh, still tithing and everything. And man, people were so good. They were like giving into my bosom, like the Bible says. And, but there was a point where, you know, it was like, man, we got to do something different. and. You know, starting out like eight, nine years ago when I moved here, I had probably like 30 jobs in a year doing the right thing. 
I don't know if it was just, you know, a God thing. He wanted me to meet certain people, whatever. Uh, so we persevered through that. So leading up to the 21 days of prayer, this was pretty awesome. Um, I was going through jobs and I'm like, babe, I'm going big. You know, go big or go home. So I was putting apps in like Crown, different places. And uh, I got letters and they said, well, you know, you're, you're, um, everything was impressive, but we decided to move on. And uh, so my wife would encourage me, babe, you know, like God's got something better. And um, it was like right after that, I got a message and they're like, hey, uh, this person's hiring. And I'm like, well, let's give it a shot. And uh, man, the app took like five minutes and I got a phone call, went to Marysville like twice. And then bam, I had a job, but it gets better. <laughs> so. Now my job, I sit at a shack and I could play the radio so I get to listen to SFM. I could get into the Word of God and just do me. And, you know, just, I don't know, God just worked everything. Just so amazing to wear. Yeah. He just took care of it all. <laughs> he just took care of it all. I could sit back and, you know, get into the Word and, you know, listen to my music and just do my thing. And. God, now that I went through all that season of hardship, now, like, this income is, like, it's amazing. I don't know. God just increased. I don't know. He's faithful. <laughs> Amen. Come on. Come on now. We got to celebrate him. We got to celebrate him. We're going to worship here. But just, just did you hear what's been said? God is faithful. Come on. Somebody say God is faithful. Well, that's what we're here to celebrate today. Fire and wind. 
Nobody wants to hear that. And you'll be surprised that somebody is dealing with the very same thing that you were dealing with. And maybe they haven't gotten their breakthrough yet. And so to hear your testimony, that can be just enough to keep them going. That can be just enough to keep them in the fight. What do you got? his agenda it was fruitful and it was productive it's not a small thing to be led by God to walk in the spirit and to live an amazing spirit-filled adventure every day right where you are he says give this or say this or do this there's power behind it for change we have this treasure in earthen vessels, the faith that God has given us. And I guess I'm just so grateful that he's my counselor, that when I have trouble and I don't have wisdom and something's troubling me, I can say, God, and he can show me or have someone speak to me and calm everything down. So easy sometimes. I'm just grateful. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You know, this this 21 days, you know, we're we're hearing the the fruit, the testimonies, the breakthrough, the increase. So just know this, you can do 21 days anytime you want to. It's great when the church does it, but I'm here to tell you this is proof. These testimonies are proof. If you need something, if you need to draw closer to God, if you need a job, if you need a pay increase, listen, you don't have to wait for the church to go 21 days of prayer. You can start it yourself. Praise God. Okay, bear with me. <laughs> okay, so my family and I have been going through something really heavy, really deep. It's changing the dynamic of my family. But I tell you what, the, the people in this church have really come behind me 
They've been praying with me for strength, for courage, to do what I need to do and to get through it. And I'll tell you what, the whole time, I've never lost my joy. I have never doubted God once. And he has pulled me through. Things are so much easier than I ever thought they should be for anybody going through what we are going through. Um, so, yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing. Doesn't it feel good to know that you're not the only one? Doesn't it feel good to know, you know, that, you know what, I'm with a body of believers. We're all trusting God. He is hearing us, and he is answering us. I like the way you stated that, too, because what I'm about to share is that how important it is to pray and pray with verses. Because Isaiah 54, 17 first part of that verse says no weapon formed against you shall prosper well this in 2022 there have been several times that the devil and I'm not trying to give credit to the devil but it's all glory to God but you know the devil tried to take me out several times last year and the, the one that God really showed me a lot about him being right there and holding you and holding your life in you is that <laughs> I actually had a toilet tank that shattered in my hands and it severed an artery in my arm right here. And they even told me that I lost enough blood, I should have died. But then as you have preached a message, Pastor Tim had preached and Pastor Dosek had preached messages, God showed me scriptures of why that, that I was in his safety and why I was in his arms. He even showed me that he was the one that was holding my arm to keep my life in me. And I didn't freak out. And the message that you preached, talking about how the, the inner man, the, the spiritual man, rose up. And now I understand why. Because I even was joking with the nurses when they were cutting my shirt off. It was a shirt that had holes in it. I told them, I says, that's my good work shirt. Why are you cutting it off? Well, they were preparing me for surgery is what they were doing. But God showed me that he was holding my hand to keep life in me. And, there, and there's several other verses that he showed me in Proverbs and then also in John. But it's important, you know, not only the 21 days of prayer, but it's important too. And the fact is that when you pray, believe the word, pray the word. And even in these 21 days of prayer, there was a medical issue that I was also going through. And there's been several of them here praying, my wife and myself. So far in any of the tests, they have not found anything. I got two more tests to go through. And I just asked God, I said, God, just show them what it is that's going on. So specifically, I can pray for that. So, but I praise God for his life and me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's so encouraging to know that we serve a God that hears. And if you know he hears, then you got to know he answers. What do you got? All right, this one's kind of uh, a little different. Um, about 11 months ago, I was addicted to meth and heroin, homeless on the street. Um, I had a backpack. I had a shot in my pocket. That would end it all, you know. And I went down to the riverfront, and my buddy was like, yeah, come on. There's, there's good food down here. There's people that will put you to work. You know, I still had that shot in my pocket. I met this guy, and he clearly seen that I was, you know, struggling. And he 
he basically told me if I could get off the stuff, I'd have a job, I'd have a place to go, I'd have money in my pocket. You know, nobody really offered me that. You know, I'm 31 years old now, and I've had to struggle for everything I've got in this life. You know, so that was about last April, and um, still sober today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, you got another part. Uh, I'm the youngest of four boys. I was the youngest in, uh, in the house. My dad worked as a spare coach. Uh, my mom liked to drink. She was all the time going down to the party shop, charging up a barrel of beer bill. My dad didn't matter what. I work hard for my money. What were you doing drinking? When it wasn't there, she went across to the woman's street, across on the carryout, uh, drunk blocks of beer. Uh, then. After my dad died, four boys wasn't enough. Man, 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 drink, drink, drink. She had me drinking. I mean, I drank a whiskey in a Tupperware glass for that full. It will stone you. Um, then I went to see a probation officer, and he knocked on the door, and she wouldn't answer it. I had the men in the house. Well, then I just went with the flow. But um, after my dad died, I thought, well, your dad's dead. You're going to ninth grade of high school. He wants you to graduate like your other three brothers. That's what I did. But my dad was more of a sober-minded person. And my mom, I guess a few of the people relation called her bubbles. So, 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 in other words, all these backgrounds that we can have, you know, sometimes people feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I went to service, all the more. Then, when I was in Germany, they tried to say I was an alcoholic. I was denying it. That made it all the worse. Then, after I married my wife, Pearl, that's deceased, I quit. That was it. But... I had one DWI, that's been years ago, uh, partying up in Lima. Had two girls in the car. The other one had driver's license, I went to jail. So then I was in jail, and the old Mercy Hall that was up there on Market Street, two guys come in there and said, do you think you have a problem? Yes, I do. I went to Mercy Hall for three weeks, completed that, and then uh, that was it. Wow. Wow. You know, David, some, Brother David, sometimes we think we're the only one with a checkered past. We think that we're the only one that's been through something. We get embarrassed about it, and we can't share it. But what I'm hearing from these 21 days of prayer is, you know what? It doesn't matter what your background is. God can do it. Can we say amen to that? What you got, Joe? Uh, you know, as a father or as a, as a husband, as a provider for your family, you try to act tough. I mean, try to act big and big. You know, you have to be the, the pillar in the family, stuff like that. Uh, 21 days of prayer, I came in with my wife. And uh, just standing back there behind the sound booth. Just, all right, yeah, I'm back. I'm here. You know, I'm enjoying myself. 
all of a sudden, man, the Spirit of God just came over me. I started weeping. I'm like, oh, man. Here I am trying to, you know, I need to be, I need to suck it up, man. I, you know, what's going on? You know, the Spirit of God just came upon me so hard. And uh, Lindsay came up to me. She goes, are you okay? And I said, yeah. This is, this is beautiful. I mean, the Spirit of God is just in this place so heavy. I cannot believe it, how heavy it is. You know, I wasn't even trying to get involved at, at this moment. I was, you know, a little bit later, but not at the back of the sound booth. I mean, it was, it was just how it just, it was just like a, a warm blanket that just came over me. And, you know, Holy Spirit, if anybody's ever experienced it, is just the most relaxing, most edifying experience that a human being can go through better than any drug this world has to offer and it just caused me to weep and uh, I just wanted to share that it was just my testimony from the 21 days amen amen if you draw nigh to him he'll draw nigh to you Come on, I think we got one more yeah yeah I am going to talk about the miracle healing that I've had this was around Christmas and before 21 days of prayer. I was getting more and more dizzy at work to the point where I was almost passing out up to 12 times a day. Um, I left and went to the hospital and immediately they were putting me on EKGs and doing heart scans and what they found in the ER was I had a hole in my heart and they were very concerned stroke. I'm 30 years old. Um, a couple weeks later, after church, I went to the Blackburn's house. And everybody up here as well, Sam, Sailor, Shekinah, they all laid hands on me before I left. And I went back to my next doctor's appointment. And there was nothing. There was no hole. <laughs> And I feel wonderful. You know, God is fantastic. And that's not even, that didn't even do him justice. Well, listen, you know, we've been hearing these testimonies. And I know there's many more. But just take this away from it. Listen, if you heard something and you say, you know what, I need that. That's what I'm waiting on. Don't give up. Because what he does for one He'll do for another. He's not a respecter of person. So maybe you were here today just to hear just what you needed to keep believing, to keep going. So that's who we are, church. We're just people of prayer and people of faith. Hey, worship team, you, you, you want to take this over? We want to turn it over to you. And let's just, let's just celebrate and have a good time.
next song that you guys sing and I, I want it to be a celebrating dance hallelujah type of song so whatever, whatever that is whatever you got but we're going to be praying and I'm telling you something God's going to move hallelujah hallelujah go ahead and give us what you got
by what I've seen. I got no choice but to believe my doubts are burning like ashes in the wind. Oh, yes. So, so long to my old friends. Oh, burden and bitterness, you can just keep it moving. No, you ain't welcome here. Another one, I am free, I am free, I am free. Hell lost another one, I am free, I am free, I am free. Hell lost another one, oh I am free, yes I am free. Hell lost another one.
Hallelujah. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand praise today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, listen, we're going to pray a blessing over you and dismiss, but I'm just here to tell you, you stay encouraged. You were here for a purpose, to hear the testimonies. So just keep going. Keep pushing. If you say, well, I haven't gotten mine yet, don't worry. It's on the way. Start thanking him in advance. Start thanking him in advance. I've received what I need in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this congregation. We thank you for the prayers that have come forth, the testimonies that have taken place. And God, we know you're not done. You're not done. More testimonies will continue to come. So God, we just honor you. We speak blessings over this congregation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. We'll see you Sunday. You are dismissed. God bless.